All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Friday, January 19th of 2024 here. Looking ahead, we have a seven-game NBA slate tonight, followed by a four-game NHL slate. And then, obviously, we have NFL over the weekend here with a four-game uh, four divisional round slate. And then we have uh, MMA this weekend as well. So plenty of DFS action coming at you over the next couple of days here. Just in case you guys didn't know, we do this show Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern. So if you guys have questions, today is the day to get those questions asked and get those questions answered before the weekend. So for those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at SaberSim. This is a show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions. You get your questions in one of three ways here. First off, send us an email, support at sabersim.com. Second, post it live in the YouTube chat. Third way, post it in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord and want to get access to that channel, there is a link in the description of this video. You get access to our similar channels, individual sport channels, and you get access to the rest of the SaberSim team here. So can't say enough good things about the Discord. But with that said, we're going to jump right in here. Uh, we're going to get the app pulled up. And then we're going to start with questions that came in in the Discord, as always. And then we'll jump over to the YouTube chat. Okay, everybody? So a lot of back and forth here. All right. Uh, question from Frizzled. And it looks like there was quite a bit of back and forth here. But I have not read this. So Frizzled said, has there been any data collected on using projected score versus Sabre versus risk-adjusted ROI and results on FanDuel versus DK? Have a buddy using projected on DK while using Sabre, same contests and rules on Sabre Sim, both late swap, et cetera. And ha he made a decent amount more over a six-week span. I made a similar amount more on FanDuel. Uh, so, so one thing with like any and all back testing guys is that DraftKings allows for contest data to be downloaded. Like you can download a CSV of the lineups in your contest. And that is how you do any type of back testing in daily fantasy sports. Like that is like the key component is getting that data. That's how we run the live Sims. That's how we do the live ownership, etc. here. FanDuel does not allow for that data to be downloaded. So we are unable to bring in all of that data. Like we're lucky that we even have the contests for you guys to right click and auto add content, uh, contest Sims. But as far as like contest flashback, back testing, it, it's, it's very, very hard, if not impossible to do on FanDuel here. So I, I think it's just a very challenging task that, uh, that's why we don't have the contest flashback for FanDuel. So we're not able to do that comparison. And then as far as sorting metrics, um, so we, we have back tested, you know, projected score versus Saber score. So basically what we do in Saber score is we do contest back testing and then we see which variables lead to the highest long-term ROI across different contests. And what we found is like, Hey, you know, projected score is, is fine. But when you add other variables along with it, when, when you look at our Saber score, our Saber score metric is composed of, it is composed of projected score plus lineup upside plus a negative weight on average adjusted ownership of the lineup. Okay. So Sabre score is accounting for projected score, but also lineup upside and ownership. So it's taking all three things into account as opposed to just one here. And it's doing it 
at different weights based on our back testing. So we back test, we look at all these variables and then we start assigning weights like, Hey, which one's more important. And the bigger the contest gets, the more important upside is. So, you know, when you look at the payout structures for these contests, like if you go over to contests, you know, if you're playing the flagship $15 here, right? 33% to first, like one third of the prize pool is going to first place. Now, projected score is, is, you know, you're taking the mean of every player and then you're adding them all up, right? Well, if you, you know, mean is going to be pretty close to median, not perfect, but let's just, you know, use that as an example here. If you're looking at 50th percentile, like guys, that's not even in the cashing. That's not even the cash line. So like, in my opinion, you shouldn't be looking at anything less than the 85th percentile of the lineup, right? Because if, if, if you need to be at the, you know, 20%, top 20% of lineups just to cash, like you need to be looking at that. So that's why we have lineup percentiles. That's why we have 85th. That's why we have 95th. That's why we have 99th. Uh, I think those are super important. And, and I, I love the fact that they're being used as a part of Sabre score. So remember guys that, you know, a lot of the money is at the top of these contests and it's important to build lineups that have very high upside that can take down a contest on any given day. Okay. So I just want to reiterate that fact because that is ultimately how you stay afloat in DFS is having, you know, one to two binks a season that pay for all the losses and make you a profitable player. So DFS bankrolls look a lot different than other forms of gambling, like sports betting, like poker, like cash games, et cetera. Okay. Okay. Uh, a lot of back and forth here, just trying to catch up. Uh, you do realize that now you're getting the same lineup. Da, 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 da. Okay, so uh, question here from Henry. NFL showdown question, just sifting through all the conversation, which I love it. I love it, guys. I love you guys, you know, talking, chit-chatting, going back and forth. It's all good. So NHL showdown question, is there a way to build a rule to limit players Versus goalie, basically, I only want two players from the other team with my goalie. Uh, yeah, you could definitely do that. This will probably be a manual group rule, but what it would look like. So if I go to showdown for today, and what I would do is go to lineup rules, go to add new rule. So the problem here is that players are either captain or flex. They are not actually listed by their position, okay? So then I would go to group. I would go to manual method and then I would change use to if. So I'm going to say if at least one, then use no more than two. So then the, the question here is I only want max two from the other team with my goalie. So then what I would do is I would sort by team. So I would go to Detroit. I would select their goalie. So then I would say if I'm using the goalie from Detroit in either the captain or the flex here, I'm going to check him in in both. And then I'm going to go over to the other team, go to the secondary box. And then I'm going to say, then use no more than two. And then I'm going to check in all of the skaters. So then I would go through here and, you know, check in all these skaters and da, 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 da. And then boom, I would have my rules. So like, and then you would write one for each team. Okay. So select your goalies, put the players that you don't want more than two of in the secondary box, and then you're going to be all set. But it's just really a matter of at this point of just, going through here and checking all these guys in. Okay. So that is exactly how you write the rule that you're looking for. All right. It looks like Sean was helping out too. So appreciate you, Sean. All right. 
got some feature requests for NHL here. I, I see those guys. I will, I will get those back over to the team. All right. Question here from Skyhook who just absolutely, I don't know if you guys missed it, but Skyhook just like absolutely toasted a slate like earlier this week or like last week, dude, congrats, man. He took like five out of the six top positions. It was pretty, it was pretty gnarly, dude. All right. Skyhook said, when uploading your own field, will the Sims account for dupes if you upload the same lineup multiple times inside the pool? High dollar contests seemingly show more dupes. So trying to project slash account for that in the Sims. Uh, good question. So yes. So what's going to happen is, you know, you're going to upload your lineups in your pool, right? You're going to come in here. You're going to right click. You're going to hit upload pool. And then from here, what's going to happen is it's just going to read the lineups, okay? So what the dupes is, is that in the contest sim, it's looking at, okay, the lineups in your pool, okay, the lineups in 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 your field. And then if you have multiple sets of the same lineup in your field, it's going gonna, it's gonna to account for that, okay? So don't be worried that it's not accounting for it because it is. It's just reading it straight from the field lineups from that theoretical contest behind the scenes. Skyler said, appreciate you, man. Yeah, dude, that was, that was sick. All right. Question here from Austin. Uh, this is our last question in the Discord, and then we will jump over to the YouTube chat. Question says, if playing multiple different satellite contests for a single sport, do you recommend doing a different satellite lineup for each contest using the satellite settings with appropriate sizing? Uh, just go. So, yes, I would do that. Um, or, 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 I'm sorry. It said, just going with the highest projected satellite lineup or is this just a risk tolerance question in your opinion? Um, so, I mean, you know, GPPs are high variance. I mean, satellites are even higher variance just because like you literally have to win first place, like to, to get anything, to get a ticket, to get whatever, you know, the satellite is for. So I'm a proponent of just enter a unique lineup into everything. So like what I do guys, is I just come up to my contest, you know, okay. How many numbers are in parentheses up here? Okay. That's how many lineups I'm building. So I personally would not enter a single lineup into like 10 satellites, but if you want to do that, man, you know, go for it. But that is like super high risk. I cannot recommend that uh, out of the goodness of my heart here. So I would definitely do if I had 10 satellites. I would do 10 different lineups. All right. Good question. Uh, R Throckmorton said, Good afternoon. I emailed some questions. Okay, let's see what we got here. Let me see if I can pull these up real quick because uh, it looks like I did not see them before the show started. So, possibly. Okay, so I'm not sure where the questions are at the moment, but. I promise to get back to you uh, after the show. I will read the questions and then I will answer the questions and and get back to you. And then if 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 you know uh, might do it via email, might do a quick video for you. So let me let me look for those and and I will get back to you. All right, Clay, say, can you show me how to approach a cash game, please and thank you. Uh, yeah, Clay. So what I would do, man, is you know I'll do an example for NBA here. Uh, really, you know, cat. In my opinion, cash is like one of the simplest forms of building lineups, and I'm sure other people won't think so. Uh, but really, you know, you're trying to build the highest projected lineup possible, and you're not trying to sacrifice projected points. So where I think 
So, so how to build a cash lineup, okay? So the first way is switch build mode from sim mode to optimizer. Then what I would do here, honestly, I'd probably increase my min salary a little bit just to play as high projected lineups as possible because projected points and salary are correlated. I would build 20 lineups, probably, probably playing the top lineup. And then I would just click build lineups, right? And then what's going to happen in optimizer mode is it's going to solve a knapsack problem where it's trying to fit as many projected points into the lineup as possible and then give you the second highest projected and then the third highest projected. Now, as far as, you know, edge. So I think that, you know, it's pretty easy to build a good cash lineup in DFS in 2024 because projections are good across the industry. There are optimizers everywhere. Uh, so that's what makes cash hard because of the rake. You have to beat the rake and then you have to profit on top of that. And the margins just get really small to the point where we think that your bankroll is better off spent in GBPs where there's more edge. But if you're trying to beat cash, I would highly recommend figuring out a way to add value to projections to be more directionally accurate in some of the plays that you make. So, you know, if, if you're trying to beat cash, right, you want to have higher projected lineups than 50% of the field in, in the hopes that, you know, that translates to actual results. So the best thing that you can do is make small adjustments to inefficient projections based on news, based on starters, based on players being injured, and and try and push your lineups in a direction where it gets over that 50% mark more often than not, right? So I talk a lot about research in my own process here. And if you're interested in learning more about how to make small adjustments to projections to help yourself out, then I would go over to this video here uh, from last NBA season, how to beat NBA DFS in 2022, upgrade your NBA process with this NBA research strategy. So small adjustments to projections are going to go a very long way in cash games is ultimately the point that I'm referencing. Shredfest said, why can't I add a contest sim on a high dollar NBA entry in FanDuel? Um, so I guess it just depends if the contest is there, guys. So what I would do is go over to FanDuel, go to your contest tab. So I know you're uploading your CSV and you see the contest in my contest. If you don't see the contest in all contests, then it's not there. So it looks like we have a 777. We have a 222. So if you don't see it here, then what you have to do is you go to your build and then you go to your contest sim settings and then you manually create it, okay? Put in the contest size, do the math to convert the percent to first, do the math to convert the percent entries paid. And then I would just change the number of Sims to 100,000 rather than the default of 50,000 here. So if you don't see the contest, you just have to create it manually is all that needs to occur. Okay, Robert said, how is Saberson calculating the projected minutes for NBA? Is it a season average or last seven to 10 games? Uh, so it's 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 way more complicated than either of those. So our N NBA model is highly sophisticated. Uh, you know, it's it's using concepts that I don't even fully grasp here, but the people that are behind it, you know, Matt, Eric, Will, our data scientists are super good. And, you know, Matt's overseeing everything as, you know, one of the partners here at SaberSim who originally created this 10 years ago. And we've been iterating over that model. We back test it. We make adjustments constantly throughout the years. We learn new things. And so the, what you see in the minutes column is the average minutes that each player played across all of our game sims for that game. So we're saying that on average across our 5,000 game sims for the 76ers and the Magic, Joel Embiid played 34.11 minutes when you take all of them up and divide it by the number of games. So um, our NBA model is very, very sophisticated, very, very good, and we stand by in our projections 100%.
All right. Uh, Throckmorton said, thank you. Appreciate it. Yep. Make sure I will make sure to get back to you here. Uh, RB one said, Hey, Andrew, your screen is very blurry. It could just be on my end. Can you ask your audience? Oh man. I'm sorry if, if you know, you're having some trouble seeing the screen here. I hope other people aren't as well. So, um, but just looking here, it looked like that was our last question anyway. So I think that we're all caught up for the day here. So appreciate you guys tuning in. I will be right back here Monday, 2 p.m. Eastern for our next show. And um, it looks like Nick Nick said that the stream quality was good. So I'm glad we didn't just go like the last 16 minutes here with really bad stream quality. But uh, good luck in all your contests this weekend, guys. There's a ton of DFS action coming at you. If you guys are just stumbling upon this show, not signed up with Sabersim, I highly recommend checking out our five-day free trial. Fridays are the best day to do it because you get access to all of the weekend sports leading into the beginning of next week here. So you get to check out everything that we offer. So five days free trial, no strings attached. Sign up in the link below. And then until then, everybody, good luck. Take care. I'll see you all. Thanks. Bye.